Shalom, friends. This is your friendly neighborhood podcast host, Jake Rubin. Welcome to MSU Hillel's The Weekly Kvetch. This podcast features news, interviews, and a whole lot of kvetching. So I'm excited for you to join me and my trusty producers, Sophie and Nate, as we dive deep into all things Jewish. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Fetch. Today, we are super excited to have Jeff Dwaskin, who is the comedian, who is a comedian, and he is the host of Live from Detroit, the Jeff Dwaskin Show podcast. So thank you for being here. Oh, it's great to be on The Fetch. What's up? What's up? What's up? Uh, and my father, for those uh, listening, <laughs> if you saw the last name and realized, oh, wait, that last name sounds familiar. Well, it's also my last name because that's, this is my dad. <laughs> very, very important. Very, very important to note. Uh, so before we get started, we have a quick word from our sponsors. So uh, let's hear what we have from our sponsors. The Weekly Fetch is sponsored by MSU Hillel, the place to be for more than 3,500 Jewish students at MSU. The Weekly Fetch is also sponsored by Stop underscore the underscore Jewish hate Instagram account. Fighting anti-Semitism one day at a time. Very good. Very good. So now we're going to move on to the next section of our podcast. Let's give them something to Kvetch about. Kvetch. Fetch. Fetch. So, what are we fetching about today? Well, Jake, today we are fetching about something that affects basically our day-to-day lives, which is the concept of the Hallmark holiday. Ah. So that's your Mother's Day, your Father's Day, your Valentine's Day, your Be Kind to Lawyers Day, your National Siblings Day, your National Pet Day, your National Dog Day, your National Cat Day, your National Brother and Sister Day, your National Pizza Day, all of them. That's what we're kvetching about. Okay, so I think these holidays are cute, right? I like it when companies get involved, like Krispy Kreme on National Donut Day or like Blaze Pizza on National Pizza Day. But it's just like, sooner or later, you're going to run out of cards for things, you know? Like, how many, you know, Happy National Pizza Day, Happy National Be Kind of Lawyers Day. But like, what do you actually do? You just look at it and you're like, okay, this is the day today. And then you, you're like, huh. Like, that's cute. And then you kind of just go on with your day. Like, how does it impact your life? These national, who decides these? Like, that's my, there's a whole website with like a calendar of like all these brand, all these random holidays. I'm just like, who is the authority that sits down and is like, you know what? Today's national be kind to your brother day. Like, (laughs) who is this man? I want to meet this man and shake his hand and say thank you thank you good sir well so jake i know that you sounds like you're you're a fan i'm not and the reason why is because i just don't i simply don't have enough pictures on my phone to post on instagram for every (laughs) single holiday there is right like it's such a magical experience to have national siblings day and national sister day and my sister's actual birthday but then i don't have more pictures of the past year it's a pandemic for crying out loud um you know national dog day that's easy that's the majority of my camera roll um mm-hmm. you know national what did you eat for lunch day like good to go i take pictures of that all the time mm-hmm. but like the new hallmark card is an instagram story i don't have the capacity to post so many different things that's why you just repeat photos and you just don't care about it I do. For national is that okay 
Yeah. I mean, I do it. It was it was for my when my sister got into uh, the sorority. I posted a photo, and then for National Siblings Day, I posted the exact same photo on my story because <laughs> no one's gonna remember. My strategy is I just use a picture from our childhood. I'm like, oh, you know, nobody will know that this is a, a really old photo that I post every year because it's us as children. So, and it's cute because that always works. It always, always works because my brother, he's very, very picky and he'll message me if I post a picture of him that he does not like. So there's no way in which he can be mad at me if he's a little, a little child. So that's what I usually do. That's what I just did for National Siblings Day the other day. Okay, so here's here's the thing. This is go- gearing off topic a bit, but when people post like for people's birthdays or whatever, and they use only old photos, I first or like something in general, I feel like it looks like the person whose birthday it is died because they don't have any recent photos of each other. So I'm like, is this person still alive, or they like? Do they just not have any photo recent photos together? It confuses me. I love that hot take, uh, 100%. I agree with you. I don't think that necessarily someone died, but I also don't think they're that good of friends. Mm. Um, well, it, like now, I've seen it mostly with like parents, though. Like parents posting about their children? No, children posting about their parents. Well, I don't know that we should be posting on Instagram about our parents anyway. Are they even paying attention? Do they know how to use Instagram <laughs> stories? It's like, who are we posting? We're not posting for them, obviously. We're posting for everybody else. Yeah. Um, the interesting thing also is is also watching like who's been together during the pandemic um right so like sophie your roommates are probably gonna have probably had incredible birthday posts from you because you probably have pictures with them because like they are around you jake same thing but like what about your friend who like lives in florida well they're done they're they're done for we're gonna have to assume that they're gone because like we don't have any pictures of them Sorry, friends from Florida. <laughs> it's the worst part about the pandemic. You don't have any pictures to post people of. On there. Uh, it's, it's about, just like the Joker says, it's about the message, right? So if you use a bad picture or you use an old picture, it's not about the fact that it's a bad picture. It's that you're sending a message. And the message is that you care about this person. But my yeah. thing, the way I'm going to end my thought about this is that if you really, really, really want to make sure somebody feels special on their birthday, tell them. <laughs> Don't just post something. You can do both. But I've had people like, you know, I know I see people like posting and they probably don't even text them. They're just like, happy birthday. I love you. Just so everybody else sees it. But like, make sure you let them know that it's their birthday and you care about them. Because that means more to me than just like a post. True. Mic drop. So, in conclusion, um, celebrate people's birthdays, text them before posting. Um, some Hallmark holidays are okay, like Mother's Day and Father's Day, because we got to love thy father and mother, as it says in the Ten Commandments. And uh, some other ones, like National Best Friend Day, National Pet Day, they're fun to post on Instagram, but sometimes you don't have enough photos for them. And you know what? That's okay. Because we're not Panini Press. No, we're not a Panini Press. And we're not Panini Press either. (laughs) There you go. Very good.
So, uh, Mr. Dwaskin, Jeff, for those of us who might not know who you are, please tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you do. I am a uh, stand-up comedian for the last 18, 19 years, also a digital entrepreneur, and uh, that's pretty much it. No, I'm just kidding. I have fused those two elements into a ear-pleasing podcast. <laughs> No, I, I've been in the digital world for most of my career, starting in the late, late 90s, had one of the very first web development companies in the state and the country, and been in the digital space for most of my career. Uh, most recently was at Little Caesars Pizza for four years or so, heading up their e-commerce uh, web and, and apps. And then right now I'm focused on a, a startup called Hashtag Stampede. And I started my podcast as sort of, a, it came out of COVID in terms of not having COVID, but lockdown and all that. And just uh, not being able to do stand-up comedy anymore in terms of going into clubs and being on stage. And so I, I focused all that energy into a podcast. Very nice. So uh, as you said, uh, you work in the media world and you do uh, stand-up comedy as like a part-time thing, but uh, that's your profession in the media industry. So how did you know that a career in media was the right one for you? Well, I wouldn't say it's a career, Jake. I don't okay. make any money podcasting, but the uh, I, do. <laughs> I tend to uh, not hold back and do things that I find enjoyable. You know, I have kind of a, the need to be creative. And so one way I was doing that was stand-up comedy. And when that was taken away, I focused on podcasting as, a, as sort of an alternative to be able to be humorous and then also kind of dive into um, interviewing people and, and having conversations with folks that maybe wouldn't otherwise talk to me if I didn't have a podcast. I'm sure you can relate. Yes, the yeah. apple doesn't fall far from too far from the tree. Oh, yes. that's good. <laughs> uh, Thank you, so, <laughs> so uh, as you said, uh, you have a podcast. So, can you tell us a little bit about it? Uh, how you started it, and kind of like what your inspiration was aside from COVID? Like, how do you sit down and like I have to do a podcast? Like, where did that? Well, I originally sat down in 2017, and I bought all the equipment, and I was going to do a podcast and. I spend a lot of time on Twitter. I've got a pretty big Twitter presence and they're verified on Twitter. And so I was going to do sort of a social media focused podcast. And it was originally, I bought the board and all the mics and everything. And it was going to be called Viral Intentions, kind of like if you're familiar with the movie Cruel Intentions, it was sort of a play on that. But then also, you know, tweets and stuff go viral. And so it was kind of a, a little fun play on words. So it sat on my desk for like three years. And finally, my wife, Sophie's mom, made me put it in a box. And then it, then it was in a box. And then when the pandemic hit, I couldn't find the box. And then I couldn't put the wires back together. So I finally, when all that came together, and it's March 2020, and everyone's in lockdown, pandemic, people are scared, people are starting to die. I decided I'm going to start my podcast. And then I realized I can't start a podcast right now called Viral Intentions. 
just <laughs> really bad timing. Right. Yeah. And I had an in, I had a professional intro, outro. I mean, I had everything ready. I had it already. I had a logo made, you know, in 2017 and, and I just, I couldn't do it. And so I ended up talking to my brother, Sophie's uncle, John, and he does a lot of podcasting as well. And he's like, just name it the Jeff Jawaskin show. So I, I ended up naming it that and then evolved it to live from Detroit, the Jeff Dwoskin show, because I wanted it to have some semblance of when you hear, when you read the weekly Kvetch, you kind of get some idea of what the podcast might be about. Mm -hmm. But with uh, the Jeff Dwoskin show, if you don't know who Jeff Dwoskin is, which is 99.9% .9 of the population, then you're like, whoa, I don't know what this is about. So I changed it to live from Detroit, the Jeff Dwoskin show kind of playing on the kind of the verbal theme of Saturday Night Live. So you'd think, oh, well, this is kind of, maybe this is humorous uh, kind of variety show. So I ended up kind of fusing a bunch of elements together in terms of my social media. I do a social media tip and, and then my comedy, I do some funny stuff and I talk to a lot of comedians and then just my love of pop culture. You know, I go to uh, Comic-Cons a lot and, you know, meet like celebrities like that from, um, you know, that I did stuff a long time ago, but I, that's what I'm really into. So this is kind of like a fusion of all those things. That's really cool. I love Comic-Con. I've been going to the Motor City Comic-Con for as long as I've been, <laughs> as long as I've been on this earth, I go every year in a Batman shirt and that's like my, my costume. So <laughs> I think that that's really cool. All right. So maybe so, we can go together since yeah, no one's with me. Yeah. Unless Sophie wants to I'll go. go. <laughs> But you've never and you've never shown interest. I've never shown interest, but I'll go with you if you want to go. Is that just because I asked Jake in front of you? No. <laughs> if like someone cool is gonna be there, then yeah, I'd want to go. I but I feel like our definitions of who is cool will be there are completely mm -hmm. different. <laughs> it's like a, an extra in an episode of The Walking Dead is gonna be there. I'm like, oh my right. god. <laughs> well, I did. I have met two people from The Walking Dead there. Really, um, Scott Walker, who played Herschel, yeah, and um, who was the guy that? What's the guy's name? Shane. Shane. That's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you got some cool connections. I know, right? So, yeah, so I met them, but you know, it's just like when you meet them at a comic con, you pay and you wait in line and all that. Of course, kind of it's stuff. not really like organic, almost. Uh, right. <laughs> Right, but right. Uh, so with that being said, uh, who is the coolest person that you've had on your podcast or like the most inspirational, like somebody that you're just like, whoa, like this is like a really just like a standout figure, like somebody cool. I mean, it's hard for me to pick because I have a lot of cool people and they're, yeah. and they're like for different reasons. Um, I'm sure I'm sure even though you guys are younger, you're familiar with the movie Jaws. Yeah. So <laughs> So yeah. I had I had the guy who wrote Jaws, not the author Peter Benchley who wrote the book, but the guy who wrote the movie, Carl Gottlieb, who sat with Steven Spielberg in a in a chateau on you know Martha's Vineyards while they were filming, and he was basically rewriting it as they went. He was in it too, but he's he's known for that. But he's also known for co-writing the movie The Jerk with Steve Martin. So he was, he was on the Smothers Brothers. And I know Google all this stuff. It's, it's a big deal, everyone. And so he was on the Smothers. He was on the writing team with Rob Reiner and, and Steve Martin and other, and other folks like that. So that, that was pretty cool to be able to talk to him. 
but hell sparks is another one have you ever seen dude where's your car yeah <laughs> okay so he so he was zoltan zoltan right mm-hmm. and so he, he's a stand-up comedian too but i was twitter friends with him and so i interviewed him the cool thing about that interview was i didn't tell him i was going to introduce him as his character from dude where's your car zoltan I just literally wrote an introduction as if that was who I was interviewing and he just went with it like off the fly, off the cuff. And so like, I think it's great. And like, but someone listening to it won't realize, Oh, this just happened. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. So to me, every time I think about it, I'm like, that was like, one of the coolest things. Cause he just went with it. I've tried that with other people and it does, they don't always go with it. You know what I mean? Don't, like, and so that to yeah. me was kind of cool. It wasn't like an editing trick where he went, oh, and I, you know, made it sound right. He just did it. And I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> so. That's really cool. Have you had anybody else that's like kind of noteworthy? Yeah, I mean, I've I've had a lot of uh, cool people. I so I don't know if if there's this one guy, Bruce Valanche. Um, he's he's I he's cool to me. I don't know. <laughs> he's done like so much. He's like a famous writer. Um Jokey the Jackman Martling used to be Howard Stern's sidekick, mm-hmm. um, a lot of famous comedians like Bobby Collins and, um, you know, has been on or Bob Zaney. Um, you had the one guy from Friends. Oh, too. yeah. I had uh, Larry Hankin was on. He was Mr. Heckles from Friends. Oh. But he was also in like a million other things. He's been in Breaking Bad. He's like, I got like this ridiculous 50 year career. But I mean, most people would know him as as Mr. Huckles from Friends. That was like my first long episode. Originally, my episodes were going to be real short. And then I realized I started getting people to talk to me that were kind of famous. And I realized, oh, well, I can't waste just having, I, I can't waste the opportunity. I can't just cut them off after 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So there's, you know, there's, there's that. So, you know, I talked to, if you know, John Candy, I had a great interview with his daughter. Oh, wow. Jennifer. That's really cool. (laughs) Yeah. Recently, I interviewed uh, this guy, Ted Neely. He was, I know this is a weekly kvetch, but Jesus Christ was Jewish, I guess. But he was Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ superstar. And so it was funny, like the 1973 movie, and then he's portrayed him. But it was just interesting to talk to him because, you know, they filmed it in Israel. We talked about Israel, all that kind of stuff. But it ends up being like one of my biggest episodes ever because he's got such a fan base. And sometimes when you interview people, you just kind of click and we just clicked. So that was it was a really cool conversation. But my my one of my personal favorites is this guy, Kenneth Johnson, Kenny Johnson. He invented the Bionic Woman. He wrote for the Six Million Dollar Man. He created the miniseries V. If everyone there was a reboot recently, but he created the original version. So to me, like, these are like really cool. I've got a lot that I haven't even aired yet. And, um, you know, just uh, a who's who's from the 70s and 80s. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's cool. I mean, it's it's definitely, I I think it's cool. There, so, I mean, just like we saw with Comic-Con, cool's in the eye of the be, like in the be cool, in the be cooler or the be holder. Holder? Yeah, the be cooler, exactly. So it's the just- beholder. So yeah, but another one that I know that Sophie knows. So I interviewed this guy. His name is Anthony Carboni. The name probably doesn't mean anything, but he uh, he's the executive producer of oh, The Floor yeah. is Lava on Netflix <gasps> and and Tough as Nails on CBS. Yeah. And so we talked about Floor is Lava and and all that kind of stuff. And and he also has been on like tons and tons of other game shows that if you listen to the podcast, yeah. 
you'll recognize all those. But I also interviewed this one guy who was pretty funny. His, his, his name is Depressed Darth, and he's a depressed Darth Vader, and he's just a uh, <laughs> he's a parody account on you know he's got like seven hundred thousand followers on, on Twitter cool. and Instagram, and and he just does funny dark side humor, Star Wars dark side humor. So it's just like sad Darth Vader. That's really yeah, funny. exactly like sad. Darth Vader. <laughs> That's cool. So uh, along with the people that you've interviewed, what would you say has been like the best part of like this podcasting journey? Is it just- um, like, The coolest like... thing is just, is being able to have these conversations. You know, mm -hmm. I, I put a lot of time actually into kind of the prep, you know? So like, you know, when I talked to Ted Neely, I mean, I had like three, four hours in before I even talked to him, <laughs> you know what I mean? Watch his movie, watch his documentary. I like to- spend a lot of time getting to know them and then just trying to have a normal conversation about it. You know right. I mean? I don't, I don't specifically do Q and a, some people I might guide a little bit more, but sometimes, you know, it, they, the conversations, I just let it go where it goes. I try to get stories that perhaps they haven't shared on other podcasts. Mm -hmm. I do that by listening to other podcasts <laughs> that they've been on yeah. and then try and go in different directions. That's really cool. And so uh, now I have a really, really important question for you. Uh, it's it's the, the hardest hitting question of the night. Uh, who is your favorite daughter? <laughs> Take a guess who wrote this question. <laughs> <laughs> it's a toss up, but I mean, I'm going to have to go with Emma. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I thought you were going to say Lola, but okay. <laughs> That's she, funny. She would be my daughter. If, I mean, if you're going to put me, my favorite daughter, of course, is. Sophie Dwaskin uh, of the Weekly Cringe. <laughs> I think I think that's the right answer right here. <laughs> you heard it here first, Emma. If you're listening, sorry, stay in Ann Arbor. <laughs> uh oh. Hopefully, I didn't just cause a family war or something. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsies. Uh, so. Uh, before we before we wrap up our quick little interview, do you have any words of wisdom for anybody that might want to start a podcast on their own, or like maybe a person who might want to get into stand up comedy? Or do you have any words of wisdom that you want to impart onto any of our listeners? Yeah, I think the the best advice I could give to anyone who wants to start a website or do stand up comedy or anything that you want to do is just do it. Mm -hmm. And I mean. I always make a joke that if you listen to my podcast backwards, I get worse. So you just kind of have to keep that in mind. You know, it, you, you have to start. You're not going to be good when you start. When you start comedy, you're not going to be good. I mean, you, you get better. That's, that's the whole idea. If everyone was great when they started, you know, that, that would there'd be something going on behind this. <laughs> it just doesn't work that way. So the idea is just kind of just do it and don't be afraid to kind of just jump in. And, and take hold of what you want to do. Do it. Yeah, do you it. Should, just you do it. Right that. Yeah, just do it. With <laughs> yeah. a swoosh. I picture it with a swoosh. Yeah, with a swoosh. Yeah. <laughs> good idea. Good idea. All right. And now we're going to move on to my favorite section of the podcast, the bit where I rant about something. So, uh, Jake, what are you ranting about today? So, Close your eyes, picture this. You're graduating college, you're moving to a new city. What's the number one thing you need to do? You need to find a place to live. All right, let me tell you this, buddy boy. I bought an apartment in 
in Ann Arbor, essentially. I sent in all my forms and things. And then I call, I'm like, hey, just want to make sure everything's good. And they're like, oh, we, there's somebody in the apartment now. Like we already gave away your lease. And I was like, what? I haven't even moved in. And somebody new has already taken my lease. Are you kidding me? They beat me by one day, one day. They said, we got your forms at the same time. And we chose him over you. So I'm like, you know what, Ann Arbor, you can take your forms and shove them up your tushy. Because right now, also, let me just, let me just backtrack. Finding an apartment, especially in Ann Arbor, is really, really hard to find something under like $1,500 for like a single. Because I don't want to live with a random person. I want to live on my own. I want to be and experience the city. I want to come back late at night. I want to wake up early in the morning. I want to walk around the apartment naked. And it's hard for me to find somebody who can do that. And the number one person who could do that is myself. So when I'm searching for an apartment, the number one thing I need to do is I need to find it close to my, uh, close to my college, the school of social work, and I need to find it for cheap. Because right now I've been finding great, great, great apartments but it's it's not in Ann Arbor, it's in Ypsilanti. And I'm like, that's not the same thing. That's not the same thing. You need to live close. You need to live close. This is probably the most ranty rant I've done in a long time, but I'm heated because I was ready. I had my things. I was starting to decorate it in my mind. I drew it out on paper. I'd be ready to live in the apartment in Ann Arbor, but they'd be like, no, no, no. So Here's what I have to say about apartment hunting. It's hard. It's really, really hard. And I'm like, I don't want it. I don't have a dog, but I'm like, what if I wanted a dog? I want the ability, the option to have a dog. You know, I'm like, what if later on down the road, I'm like, I want a dog when they're like, no pets. I'm like, come on. And I found a great apartment yesterday, a really nice apartment after I was told they didn't have it. So I was looking and I found one. The problem is it didn't have a dishwasher. Why would you make an apartment without a dishwasher? You need, you have dishes. You need to wash your dishes. What do they expect me to do? Wash my dishes by hand? What is this, the 1700s? No, it's 2021, soon to be 2022. Actually not soon. We're getting near the middle part, but it's just like, all right. So you need apartments. If you're an apartment leasing company, First of all, reach out to me if you have a place in Ann Arbor. Second of all, I need, you need to have apartments that have a furnished apartment. All apartments should be furnished. There's no reason why you should have an apartment without a microwave or a dishwasher. And you know what? Here's my, okay, I'm going to end by saying my dream apartment. A one bedroom, one bathroom, beautiful apartment with a dishwasher, laundry in suite, heating, cooling, electric included into the apartment charge because apparently not all electric is included, water included. I like taking my baths. I don't want to pay a thousand dollars, you know, a thousand extra dollars if I want to take my bath. Rather have a set fee. Also parking. Let me just do a quick little thing about parking. Parking in apartments, sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's hard. I was ticketed in my own apartment complex the other day because I parked in my own spot that I own. So I'm going to end this by saying apartments, it should be, that's a happy, but right now it's sad. So uh, here's what I'm going to say. Apartments are good if you want them to be good and you believe. It's like Peter Pan. All the fairies will die if you don't believe. Or it's like Santa Claus or like, you know, in that movie Elf where they didn't believe. So Santa Claus's sleigh couldn't fly. You need to believe and then I will manifest an apartment. 
So I'm going to sit down tonight. I'm going to cast a witchy spell in order to me to find an apartment. And uh, hopefully I'll find one soon. So uh, if you're listening to this, cross your fingers, cross your toes. Hopefully I get an apartment. All right. So with that being said, now we're going to move on to our 22nd Torah portion. Let's hear it, 22nd Torah portion. It's time for 22nd Torah. Hi, I'm Rabbi Jenna Steintero, and this is 22nd Torah. This week's Parsha is Tazria Mitzora, which discusses in great detail how to deal with leprosy, which was believed to be a spiritual affliction in addition to a skin disease. People with leprosy would be considered unclean, go into isolation, and pray that they got healthy. Any of this sound familiar? Today, we separate between physical and spiritual ailments, but we still struggle sometimes with placing judgment on illness. How can you work towards unbiased caring for others and yourself when you get sick? All right, very good. And now we are moving on to Nate's favorite portion of the podcast, the L'Chaim of the Week. So if you are unfamiliar with the L'Chaim of the Week, what it is is that we give a shout out to something in the coming week. We give like something in the past week that happened, something that we're looking forward to. I'm going to go first. Uh, We're nearing graduation and I'm actually getting my senior photos taken this weekend. Uh, so that's exciting. I just bought a gown. I just bought the, the cap and the tassel. And so I'm going to get all dollied up and I'm going to go take some nice little pictures on Sunday. So uh, Sophie, what about you? Um, as the time of this recording, I will be getting my second COVID shot today. Uh, so that's exciting. exciting. I'm excited for that. And also uh, the following day, which were, would have already happened when this episode released i uh took over my senior exhibition instagram account for my uh major so you can check out my artwork and the story that i posted um yeah what is what is the instagram account oh the instagram account what is it it i'm gonna get it verbatim oh it's spartan showcase 2021 so follow it if you want to see my work and some other people's cool work a lot of talented um designers in my class it's very exciting everybody go follow and go support soapy very good and also while you're at it (laughs) if you want to follow (laughs) my other account for my project uh about anti-semitism it's uh called stop underscore the underscore jewish hate um, posting a lot of valuable information about how to fight anti-Semitism. So another plug. Sorry about that. Oh, that's okay. We always plug others, but who who's the plugger? You know, nobody. Okay, yeah, nobody plugs. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> uh, Nate, what about you? What's your lachaim of the week? Well, first, everyone really should be following Sophie's uh, Stop the Jewish Hate Instagram because there's actually some really great content and what i like the most about it this is not my time of the week but it actually is what i like the most about it is that everything is like short it's in small doses um so you don't have to swipe 500 slides and read a whole novel because she's breaking them down so this is part one this is part two whatever um my actual time of the week is that after um seven weeks of being living in a hotel having my own sweet life of zach and cody uh, and my dog living at my parents in Metro Detroit. I'm back in my house. Uh, my dog is with me. We are settling back in, which it just, even though I have finals for grad school coming in a week, 
it just feels like that's like so short term and like my life can actually begin again, um, which is awesome. So that is my real Lachaim of the Week. Secondary Lachaim of the Week follows Sophie's uh, uh, Stop the Jewish Hate Instagram. Third Lachaim of the Week, I'm taking a meditation teacher training right now and I'm loving it. It's so much fun. So that's that. If you want to hear why Nate had to uh, live like the sweet life of Zach and Cody, uh, you can find it in a previous episode in the Lachaim of the Week. Don't know which episode. So you're just going to have to listen to them all. You know what? That's that's the deal. We don't remember what we talk about in the episodes. So we force you guys to go and listen to all of them and tell us in the Apple podcast comments. And you know what? That's going to have to be fine with you. You're going to have to deal with it. We work very hard. Yes. All right. Well, uh, thank you for stopping by and letting us pick your brain for a little bit. Uh, before we go, do you want to plug any more any of your socials maybe your podcast your twitter whatever you want to do now's your time sure well feel free to check out my podcast you can go to jeffisfunny.com everything's there it's on apple and iheart and all those you know spotify wherever you listen to podcasts if you type in Jwaskin, you'll probably get the weekly kvetch in this <laughs> in mine live from detroit so you can subscribe to both and <laughs> enjoy both well Awesome. Well, thank you for coming by, uh, Jeff. We really appreciate you taking some time out of your day to talk uh, with your daughter and your daughter's friend. Uh, it has been a wonderful time having you. Uh, thank you. And I hope you have a good Tuesday, I think. Thanks, well, thanks Dad. for having me. It's, thank you. Thanks, so. Uh, and with that, we conclude yet another episode of the Weekly Fetch. Uh, it is always a pleasure. I hope that you go out and you be the change you wish to see in the world. You got to follow Sophie's account, though, to do that. All right. So uh, thank you. And I hope you have a wonderful Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, whatever day you listen to this. I'm here for you. All right. Goodbye. Have a wonderful day. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Mm. And that's our show. Thanks for kvetching with us this week. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review and call a friend to tell them you love them. The Weekly Kvetch is hosted by me, Jake Rubin, and our executive producers are Sophie Dwaskin and Nate Strauss. This podcast is a production of MSU Hillel. Yalla bye, my friends. Theme music produced by Peter Cooley.